You're listening to Intentional Optimists, the podcast for unconventional leaders, where you'll find inspiration, learn to discover and develop your own strengths, and hear from inspiring women just like you who are making a difference in their community. Who knows, you just might find yourself stepping up as the next unconventional leader right where you are. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, the original Intentional Optimist. Welcome to episode 105. Y'all, this past weekend, I flipped forward a couple of pages in my planner and I found something shocking. It was the full month spread of October. I know, you're probably thinking what I was thinking. How did that happen? I mean, I haven't lost those 10 pounds. I haven't made that extra 50 grand or landed that new job or gone to Tahiti yet. So how can we already be heading into fall of 2022? Well, Let me be the first to welcome you into the planning season for 2023. Now, I used to think that planning for the next year any earlier than December 26th was nuts, but hear me out. How many big plans or even not so big ones can be executed in 30 days or fewer? How much change can you incorporate into 30 days? I mean, you can't even technically build a habit. That takes 60 to 70 days. How much weight can you lose? Miles can you run? Jobs can you apply for? Most of these things take 30 to 60 days just to get moving. And when you start in January, you're using up the first two months of your year as an on-ramp. Now do you see why October is a good time to look at planning for 2023? Last week on the podcast, my guest Tabitha Perry shared her story and solutions for how to declutter your life in order to live more fully. And one of her top tips was planning. Yep. Small, simple steps that can make big changes. It was almost humorous how many of these strategies and practices that she and I have in common. So here's what I want to share with you today. One, why make a plan? Two, what makes a good plan? And three, some tools to help you execute your plan. Yep, I'm throwing in my favorite things like planners, both paper and digital, journals, and some of my own habits for keeping things simple. And as a bonus, I've updated my Andrea's Favorite Things productivity resource that you can download for free today. So let's get started, why don't we? Why make a plan? Well, because proactivity is fundamental to understanding how to be optimistic. And whether you think of yourself as an optimist or not, setting goals is an inherently optimistic practice. Getting out in front of things makes a difference in both the outcome of your endeavors and how you feel about them. Every athlete is thinking one, two, or five steps ahead of either her opponent or the course. Think about Lindsey Vaughn at the top of the Alpine course. She closes her eyes and methodically runs through each turn, each mogul, each patch of ice, all so that when she's out on the course, nothing is a surprise and she's prepared. How many hours of game time film will a coach show their team in preparation for this weekend's matchup? all preparation for the plays that they'll see and the tactics that the other team will use. Proactivity is preparation. When you're prepared, you can more easily look ahead at what you, your team, or your community might need or want to do. This includes looking for roadblocks, reviewing your position, and processing some feedback data to know what's needed to achieve your goal. Asking some good questions will help you compile this information, like, What are the possible obstacles to achieving this goal in the time and the way that I would like to? How often should I check my progress to ensure that I'm still on track? And what happens if I'm off track in the first couple of months? Because we all know that's happened. 
This kind of focus will allow you to then prepare for possible solutions or workarounds, a plan B, if you will. Having that backup plan will give you confidence to pursue your objective with single-mindedness. Proactivity is also unity. When you have a unity of focus, a consistency in your thoughts, words, and actions, it's easier to be a clear leader to your team. If these goals are just for you, then you have a greater chance of leading yourself through to the end without darting off onto one rabbit trail after another. Trust me, I know. (laughs) And when you start on the inside, you can then be proactive about promoting unity in your team or community. And by unity, I mean unified purpose, unified goal, unified desired destination. This is what we mean when we talk about a team being on board and co-owners of an organization's mission and vision. Of course, if it's just for you, then the work is usually all in your head, which, if I'm honest, might be more difficult. So to do this part well, you have to be willing to be honest with yourself and to see it all. Have your eyes wide open, because if you're anything like me, I'm the most likely suspect to drop an obstacle right in the middle of the road. So I'm willing to see what has been, for myself, what is, right now, and what might be coming down the road. This way, I can make wise choices and get myself to the goals I desire. So, that's why to make a plan, but what makes a good plan? There are a few things that I think make up a good plan, and if you have these basics, then I think you can stay on track. First, it's provisions. What is within your power to provide or prepare for beforehand? Obviously, these are going to vary between goals, but nearly always it includes things like the tools or the fuel and space to accomplish the goal. For a goal like learning a new skill, it might include an online course, some books, podcasts, and conferences. For losing weight, it might include a trip to your doctor to make sure that there aren't any medical needs you should consider, then include a plan for nutrition, exercise, supplements, and even mental health. You also need some options. Since some things are not within your power, you've got to know what the alternatives are. This is where you put the answers to those questions I mentioned earlier. Capture all the plan B items, but just know that as you move toward your goal, other alternate solutions are likely to pop up. So having that focused, unified, and clarified goal will help you determine whether or not to take advantage of these new options. While at the same time, if something does go awry, like that, what if I'm off course after the first month question, you can have confidence that another solution is just around the corner. You also need to be able to be future facing. No matter what happens, always move forward. This is the only way that you will achieve your goals. If you're looking back, you're already off course. That doesn't mean turning your back on the lessons, wisdom, or even the hurt that's behind you. There are plenty of people to help you deal with those things and move forward or away from them. It does, however, mean that you use all of those lessons to hone your focus on that goal that you've set. Your future's up to you. It's a destination you set, and it most certainly is not in the past. Planning is more about a mindset than a written step-by-step outline of what's coming. This gives you flexibility as you live and grow. But where do you start? Well, of course, you start with you, even if it's with a dream of where you want to be, even if it feels unrealistic and completely unachievable. Side note, one of my clients put on her vision board in February of 2022 that she wanted to be engaged by the end of the year, to be married. No, she did not even have a hint of a boyfriend at the time. As I'm recording this episode... She got married yesterday, a mere eight months later. 
Yes, that's an outlandish example, but still a real one. So muster the courage, say what you want, even if it's just a whisper, and get started. And now we get to the fun part. Here are some tools to help you execute your plan. In case you didn't know, I do have some favorites, and I've been using both digital and paper planners and journals for several years, along with other tools like books and podcasts. And as I mentioned earlier, I've compiled them into a quick downloadable list for you. The link is included in the show notes, but you can always go to theintentionaloptimist.com forward slash links, and the button is right at the top of the page. It does include books, planners, apps, journals, podcasts, and even the pens that I love to use. So even if you don't know exactly what you want, you can still check them out and see if anything works for you. So what I'd like to do is walk you through a few of these things in more detail than others, and we're going to start with the book section. This year, I've included Simplify Magazine. It's a quarterly digital publication that pulls together experts in various fields to address some of the most pressing needs of the modern family. It's put out by Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist, and you can purchase one issue at a time for just $6 or lifetime access for $20. You know what I did. We're at issue number 22, and I feel like that was a pretty darn good 20 bucks I spent a couple of years ago. Here's what I like. Each issue has a specific topic. So if I don't want to look at it, I just don't. It's digital. It only comes out quarterly, and you can get issue number one for free. The rest of the book list includes ones that I always recommend. Atomic Habits by James Clear, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell, but I also included the one Tabitha mentioned in the last episode, Living Forward, A Proven Plan to Stop Drifting and Get the Life You Want by Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkaby. I recommend reading materials because sometimes you need more than just a system. You might need new habits or a philosophy of how and why to change your systems or some basic personal growth principles that will set you up to make strategic goals that are realistic and timely. It can be helpful to have words or graphics on paper in front of you. Now, if you're not a reader, you can get the audiobook version of any of these. And as a matter of fact, the High Performance Habits audiobook is offered as season four on Brendan Burchard's show. And that's listed at the very bottom of the page on that free resource. All right, let's talk planners. I've shared before how I began the time management leg of my personal growth journey with the Franklin Covey system. It had everything I needed, monthly, weekly, and daily planner, task trackers, stickers, but it was pretty bulky, even with the smaller size. And this was way back before Google calendars, y'all. I've also swung all the way to the opposite side where I tried to do everything in my digital calendar, including task and project management. That didn't work so well either. Then I discovered the High Performance Planner, which includes goal setting, self-assessments, and journaling. This planner was instrumental to me building those habits. But the last two years, I've used a hybrid system of digital calendar, task list app, and paper planner and journal. Yep, it's more actual pieces, but there's a method to my madness. You see, when I handwrite things, I remember them better. When I duplicate information, it sticks in my brain more effectively. When I share task lists with others, I have more accountability. So this system is where I've landed for now. When you download this resource, you'll see a link for the High Performance Planner because of how valuable it can be in that habit-building area. You'll also see the planner that I have now used for two years and will continue for this next year because it works for me. Yes, you can get those exact resources, but you should find what works for you. 
There are book-bound, spiral-bound, dated, undated, monthly, weekly, hourly, all kinds of planners. Find what works for you. If you need a planner that is beautiful to look at in order to get you to use it, then find one that makes you smile. The goal is to be able to get it and use it regularly. All right, this year, I have added a section on apps in my favorite list because I use several. As a Mac user, I can use them on my phone or my MacBook Air, but several are available through Google Play for non-iOS systems. The two I've shared are both available on either system, and I use them multiple times a day. The first one is the Microsoft To-Do app. If you're a checklist person, this app or something like it is for you. It debuted in my house as a grocery list. You see, with two of us out running errands, trying to keep track of what's on the list was a real challenge. So we started using the to-do app where we can share the list between us and whoever can stop by the store, presumably, has the list. Of course, user error, error is always involved. But it worked so well, even with user error, that I decided to stop keeping paper checklists and started creating task lists for my business. I have lists for everything from social media posting schedules to when and how to do my personal finances. I create due dates and each morning I go through what's due today or overdue, if I'm honest, and add them to a special my day list that puts everything in one place. This is teaching me more about how realistic I am about what I can get done in a specific amount of time and what I say yes to and what I truly care about. I use it on my iPhone and my MacBook Air but I've also included the iOS and Google Playlist links for this app in the free resource. The second app I included was the Growth Day app. This is Brendan Burchard's personal growth app based on his high-performance habits. The basic plan is only $37 for the entire year, and it has put me back into the habit of specific journal prompts for an intentional day. It includes nearly daily audio messages from him and access to challenges and an entire section dedicated to planning. Weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. I don't use all of that yet, but if you're someone who needs everything in one place, pretty much everything but the calendar is there, this might be a good option for you. The pro plan includes a whole lot more from other coaches for just a bit more each year. And full disclosure, the link included in my favorites list is a personal referral link. Now, when it comes to journals, which is part of what I do in the Growth Day app, I've included my favorite paper one and some small disposable or easy to put in your purse ones or pocket ones. This one, the specific one that I've included is simple and sturdy, and it gets me through about six months of daily journaling, at least a full page per day. Then I include two gratitude lists per week and some brainstorming and reflecting pages on my word for the year. That's a lot of writing. And you might think, Andrea, I'm not a journaler. Well, I would say you're not one yet. I think you just haven't found what you want to journal about. I have a client who didn't want to journal at all, but picked up a spiral notebook and went to work on her core values exercise. Now she has pages and pages filled, and it's not just all about her core values. As soon as we discover one thing for her to contemplate or work on, she starts a whole new page. Journaling can look different for every person. Trust me, I have so many, quote, dear diary, unquote, books started from when I was younger. But once I started having a conversation between my morning quiet time, my gratitude, and reflections on my day, I'm filling book after book. Now, when we talk about writing, we always have to talk about special pens. And yes, I love special pens. So I've included my favorites, which are the Friction Erasable Pens by Pilot. They come in a huge variety of colors and styles, and I personally like the refillable click pens. 
The only downside is that the ink will run and disappear if it gets wet. So if you spill coffee on it when you're working on your morning journaling, like I do, (laughs) that can be a problem. But I've not had it fade over time over the last two years, and boy, do I love erasing things out of my planner, off my wall calendars, or out of my journal when plans change, or inevitably I spell something incorrectly. It happens more often than you think. (laughs) And lastly, I have included a few podcasts. That category includes, of course, this one, but you're already listening. But I've also shared the Brendan Burchard show, which is, I'm sorry, it's just the Brendan show, where the audiobook is in season four, like I mentioned earlier, and one called the Biz Chicks podcast from Natalie Ekdahl. While it's a show specifically for female entrepreneurs, you can scroll through her 540 plus episodes. Yes, she's been at this since 2016, finding all manner of fabulous planning and productivity episodes that will give you the inspiration you're looking for. The main thing I want you to take away from me today, however, is that all the pretty planners in the world are just paper or digital. The real pretty planners are you and me. We are the pretty planners. We set our sights on the next horizon and we make a plan to get there. You can make a plan for what works for you and with your current season of life. It will change from season to season. What I needed three years ago is not what I need now. And it's coming full circle a few things. But you also have the information you need to make a good plan that will get you where you want to be by the end of 2023. And now you also have access to the tools you need to help you execute that plan, whether they're the ones that I call my favorites or not. My passion is to equip and empower you, the next generation of female leaders. I want to help you learn to think critically, create imaginatively, and lead effectively in any situation, team, or organization. My hope is that the information that I bring you here on this podcast will give you the inspiration to move forward with confidence and strength to lead in your own unique and beautiful way in your personal and your professional life. Now, as you look forward to planning for 2023, If it feels overwhelming, or you realize you can make a plan, but oh, what about sticking to that plan and some accountability to help you? Well, that's what I do. It's what we do in my group coaching program, The Beach. So why don't you set up a 30-minute consultation where we can figure out exactly what you need? Before you go, scroll down and hit the five-star button and comment with your biggest takeaway from this episode, and then click that link in the show notes and download that list of my favorite productivity tools and get started on your plan for success in 2023. Until next time. Oh, good. You're still here because I have one more invitation for you. My newsletter, Optimistic Living, is full of good stuff delivered straight to your inbox. So for weekly encouragement, tips, and even some special offers, hop over to my website and sign up because unconventional leaders lead at every level in any area using their unique gifts. And you, my friend, are a leader. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations.